redo this. We're gonna redo this. We're gonna redo this. They know. I lost it. I looked over. I can't deal with this. Welcome to Fluent Grace, a podcast for students about speaking the gospel into the everyday, ordinary stuff of life. You've got questions, we've got answers. Or at least we'll search the scriptures and see how the gospel of grace should inform a response to the questions you have. We love Jesus and we love students, and we hope students will grow to love Jesus more as they encounter Jesus' amazing love for them. Our music for the show is Felix Culpa by King's Kaleidoscope. What is happening? Tim Wilson here. Welcome into Fluent Grace podcast number five. Whoa, we are already at number five, boys. Mm, we are getting ever so much closer to the coveted 6,000th episode. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. We'll be yeah. there in no time. Yeah, that's right. So we are uh, back with you, sitting around the round table, uh, kicked up, comfortable, enjoying life, trying to bring a little bit of productive content to the old podcast world. So we'll see here in a few minutes if we're successful with that or not. But how's y'all's week been? We've been pretty good? Been doing pretty good. How about you, Tyler? It's been great. Been a good week? Flown by. (laughs) Time flies (laughs) when you're having fun, boys and girls. Better believe uh, it. That's one of those cliche statements that you always hear, but it's true. So, coming from my, I don't even remember how old I am, 31 year old perspective. Dude, I'll be 21 this week. That's right, you will be. I'm getting old. Yeah. Yours is the uh, 20th? Yep. March 20th? Yes, sir. It's a, it's a big birthday. Yeah, it is. Only because it's your next one, not because yeah. of anything that is associated with the 21st birthday. Nope. I'm going to church that night, as a matter of fact. You have been alive another year. <laughs> you can have a hashtag missions margarita. <laughs> <laughs> missions margarita. I like it. <laughs> you know, after all this talk about mission trips, we're just going to have to go on a podcast mission trip. I think we're going <laughs> to. We're going uh, to have to. Three people detained. <laughs> <laughs> Where would we go? All right, here's the question. Where would we go if we're going to go on a missions trip outside of the United States? Um, I like uh, the beaches are really nice (laughs) in in (laughs) Mexico. I heard Sweden's got some pretty good skiing. Um, All right, yeah. Sweden, aren't they one of the least church countries in the world? Probably. Don't know. They got good skiing, though. Hey, I'm going to say I'm down for uh, somewhere that's in, like, the African safari. Yeah, Ooh. Tim's going to stay yeah. as far away from cold weather as he possibly <laughs> yes. can. Hey, count me out. If it's cold, peace out. Uh, <laughs> that's why if they turn the air conditioner on too much in here, we cut our episodes short. because <laughs> I can't handle it. 12-second <laughs> episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AC must be on. Yep, there we go. So, Which just means that I basically – enjoy winter around here more than summer because they turn the heater on not the air conditioner hey there you go how's that for some backward logic (laughs) oh so anyway how about we go round two of the old fluent grace games lego what y'all say y'all up for that i guess i can beat colin again tyler's currently winning the old uh weeks long challenge tyler's up one nothing so colin's got to come back here 
Comeback Nation. So what this is, if you did not catch us a couple weeks ago when we did this, uh, this is from an article written across the pond in England where uh, cops were able to put together a list of teenage slang that is used in text messages, emails, so on and so forth. So I've got the list. I'm going to give you the abbreviation or the phrase. You buzz in with your name, and first person to get it wins a point. We're only going to go to three this time just because it's starting to get cold in here. So. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Number one. We'll start easy. Ready? Got it. KK. <laughs> Come on, this is easy. Isn't that our yes, sound Tyler. effects? Oh, wait, no, that was Colin. Yeah, yeah. I can steal his sound effects this week. Uh, KK is in reference to someone saying okay to another person. Got it. Oh, I was going to say Krispy Kreme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the regional answer. But. Uh, okay. Okay, Colin's up one to nothing. Takes a massive lead Ooh. in round two of the Fluent Grace games. Here we go. Number two. PPL. Abbreviation. PPL. Yes, Colin. Pastors preaching love. <laughs> While that is a good subject to preach on, that is incorrect. Oh, man. I'm going to go with people. Tyler, for the win. Boom. How about that? <laughs> However, the, I was kind of confused. I'm like, people. People. <laughs> the fact that Tyler Tyler finally got around to the right answer is uberly impressive. Because I was wondering there for a minute. All right, tied up one to one. Here we go. Uh, number three, this is an abbreviation. This one's kind of tough. You might not get this one. Oh, boy. R-A-K. <laughs> No answer. <laughs> I'm gonna say. Uh, <laughs> how about um, a rake? Or we'll go with a rake. Is that what it is? <laughs> well, <clears throat> no. Okay. Okay. No, that is incorrect. I'm glad we don't video I'm these podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> It would definitely add another element of humor. We'll say that. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm just going to give you all the answer because I, yeah, uh, random you. act of kindness. Oh, R- oh wow. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> Not where my mind went, but shocker there. All right, here we go. Um, next one, still tied up. Tyler won, Colin won. Uh, RT. Colin. Colin. Retweet. Got it. Mm. Two to one. Twitter reference. That's right. Uh, shameless plug. Go hit us up on Twitter at <laughs> <laughs> at Fluent Grace Pod. There we go. All right, back to the game. Uh, let's do this. This is a word. Savage. What? You go for it, Colin. I really savage. Want to hear Tyler trying to explain savage. That would be a slang for Indians, <laughs> but that would be culturally insensitive, extremely, and wrong. So I'm going to go with the savage, the savage definition of that was just incredible and beastly. Mm. That's like pretty it. close. Yeah, That's like pretty it. close. Uh, Colin, do you have any answer? I mean, I was going to say when, when someone just like 
totally just destroys another person <laughs> in um, you know like basketball uh, basketball yeah you know. yeah uh we're gonna give tyler the credit for that Woo! one the official definition of that slang term is cool Oh, oh, so yeah, you're pretty close. Cool. Definitions. I did not know that. I <laughs> wouldn't think of cool. Savage. Huh. All right, here we go. Are we tied up here? Tied up two to two. Oh, two to two. Boy. Whoever gets this one wins. Do we want to go easy or do we want to go difficult? No, difficult all the way. Yeah. Dang, now I gotta find one that's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> They're all difficult. All right, here we go. You ready? Abbreviation. S K L. Tyler. Skill? Negative. Dang it. S-K-L. Correct. I mean, not correct as in you did not get it right. But oh, yeah, that is the abbreviation. Um, wow, that's a, uh, a fun one. I'm going to say uh, some kind love. <laughs> Colin's all about that love today. We, uh... <coughs> keep using the L's in there. I mean, come on. Well, there are more than one <laughs> L word. <laughs> That's true. I was homeschooled. That's true. Uh, no, that is nowhere close to correct. Dang. S-K-L just stands for school. School? School. Sounds like Tyler spelled that one for him. <laughs> well, that's public school spelling right there. <laughs> All right, here we go. Gosh. Still tied up, two to two. Ready? S-M-H. S-M-H. Shaking my head. Tyler with the shaking oh. my head comes in clutch <laughs> with the win. Two for the public schooler. <laughs> One for the homeschooler. Or, oh, zero for the zero. homeschooler. <laughs> or you could say two for the old guy. That's right. Yeah. One for the not yet 21-year-old. <laughs> Almost. And that was edition number two of the old Fluent Grace Games. Tune in next time to hear us do something else. Huh? That's right. Tyler beat down Colin. Yeah. <laughs> Again. Yeah, yeah. Maybe next time we just need to have, uh, I don't know, a basketball game or something. That would be I unfair. Would definitely lose. <laughs> don't you have a basketball court outside your house? I do. I could I could shoot threes, but Colin would dominate me in the paint. <laughs> I'm just saying. Literally squash you in your llama socks like that a is, bug. That is true. I'm rocking the llama socks again today. How ironic. I haven't washed them since last week. Fuzzy. They smell worse this week, too. (coughs) Starting to get a little odor with them. All right, what are we doing today? Are we going to talk about anything serious? I think so. Um, So last week, we hit on uh, how to hear God's voice, how to hear from God. Uh, You know, I think one of the things that... um, uh, we hear from God the most on has to do with repentance mm. and on sin. That's not a fun thing to talk about, Tim. It's not, but you know, it's one of the more needed things to talk about. Mm, that's true. Um, <clears throat> because I think we get this idea that, hey, I know Jesus. Jesus loves me. Um, Jesus is full of grace and so I can do whatever I want and there are no consequences or repercussions for those actions. But he's also full of truth and justice and requires a certain standard for us to live up to. Um, as we talked about a few weeks ago when we talked about the gospel, right? Uh, <clears throat> the gospel, if you boil it all the way down to its simplest uh, definition, 
I'm a sinner. Um, God is perfect. Uh, I was not able to come before God due to my sin, so he sent Jesus uh, to take on God's wrath for me. That's the gospel so that I could then live with him forever. A big piece of that gospel message, though, is repentance. Um, So we want to talk about that a little bit today. Uh, Again, Tyler said it's not necessarily a fun topic, and it's not. That's true, but uh, I think the more we kind of get a hold of this idea of repentance, uh, the closer it will allow us to be with Christ, uh, and the deeper we'll be able to go in our knowledge and understanding of Him. So, let's talk repentance. What we got? Let's do it. What is it? What is it not? Actually, what is it not? Well, if you go to Wikipedia, there's a lot of things that it is not. Uh, okay. <laughs> Fill us in, Tim. And since uh, uh, Wikipedia is, well, I don't want to go that far. Wikipedia is a big, uh, <coughs> I can't say that either. <coughs> Here we go. Uh, <laughs> according to Wikipedia... <laughs> Tim's filter works way better than mine. I'm just going to throw that out. <laughs> Here, here's what Wikipedia says on repentance, and you guys tell me if you agree with this or disagree, okay? Uh, repentance is the activity of renewing... <laughs> Hold on. The fact that it just classified repentance as an activity just kind of struck me as funny. Uh, anyway, it's the activity of renewing, reviewing one's actions, and feeling contrition or regret for past wrongs, which is accompanied... By the commitment to change for the better. Agree or disagree with that Wikipedia definition? Mm. I would agree with elements of it. And then there's elements of it, I would say, or poop emoji. (laughs) Yeah, I think I would agree with that as well. That there are parts of it that you can agree with and parts of it that point to the truth. But then there's also parts of it that sound a little worldly. So how about this? It further explains repentance as... Today, it is generally seen as involving a commitment to personal change, all right, fair, and the resolve to live a more responsible and humane life. In other words, we'll have fun with this statement, right? In other words, being sorry for one's misdeeds. How about that? Mm. But Wikipedia says it, so it must be true. <laughs> All I know is you can't cite it on a essay, but other than that, it's true. It's online. Everything online is true. Absolutely. And God's voice, God must just sound like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I mean, because the movies say so. So I mean, I guess that's that's. Didn't what, Morgan that's Freeman what make a movie about God's voice or something like that? I think he any God in Bruce Almighty or yeah, that's what it is. That's what, yeah. Yeah. Wears like a white suit, whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, that was last week. We're back. To, we're back to this week. So, uh, what Wikipedia says basically, repentance is being sorry for one's misdeeds. Mm. Is that repentance? Being sorry, I think there's an element of that, but I don't. Th- that's not it. That's just I think not all it. the truth, in my personal opinion, is that comes out of being sorry is just like. Obviously, they are being sorry for something, so they have acknowledged that they have a wrong. So that's where I think it all, where repentance all begins is acknowledgement. Um, We can go through our daily lives um, sinning, and we do because we're a sinful 
creature. Um, but until we acknowledge the fact that, okay, this specifically is a sin in my life and I need to do something about it. That's where repentance all starts. So being sorry for one's misdeeds is the beginning. Yeah, I would say that. So in the Greek, the word repent is, I'm going to butcher this, A, because I'm not Greek, and B, because I'm not that smart. But Go for two. <laughs> in the Greek. Why even try? Right? The word repent is metataneo. And so that word was sometimes used to describe to change of one's mind. But I don't think that that's the full biblical idea of repentance. I don't think that's the whole picture. Um, yeah, we're still not quite there. Because it's it's more, and I think Scripture calls us to more than just changing our thoughts. I can recognize that I'm doing something wrong. That's right. And I can change my mind in that I can say, yeah, I probably shouldn't do that. So the reality is, you can acknowledge your sin and remain unrepentant. Absolutely. That's a scary yep. place to be right there. Yeah. It's like we, uh, in our in Sunday school class, just yesterday, actually, uh, the guy that's teaching is going through the book of Romans. Um, and one of the comments that he has made a couple times over the past few weeks is uh, when we sin, a lot of times we confess our sin before we do it. Hmm. And what he means by that is uh, we say, you know, I probably shouldn't do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Right? We're confe- we're acknowledging, hey, I shouldn't be doing this. Whatever it is, fill in the blank, you know, whatever sin it is that you know, each individual person is struggling with at the time. Right? We confess that sin, and then we go and do it anyway. So I think there's a, so what I think I'm hearing from all of us is repentance is a multifaceted um, thing. So there's different elements to repentance. So the first element, I guess, would be the the confession, acknowledging it, like an admission of it. So you're admitting that sin is there. So I think that's the first part. But it, like like we already said, it can't stop there because you see, even see in scripture, like think back in in Exodus. If you go grab your Bible, you can flip open to Exodus chapter nine, and it talks about how Pharaoh acknowledged his sin to Moses and Aaron. But what does it end up saying about Pharaoh? That the Lord hardened his heart and he remained unrepentant. And you can go look in Joshua. I think it's Joshua chapter seven, maybe. We've just walked through Joshua at our church. But anyways, Joshua, I think it's seven, where this dude named Achan comes in, and he he steals from the treasury of the Lord, and he acknowledges his sin to Joshua, but he never repents before God. And And was punished severely. And was, yes. And other people were. Yeah. And so there's a reality that you can acknowledge your sin, and still remain in a, lack of a better word, damnable, unrepentant state. So what? Because without repentance, is there forgiveness of sins? No. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So we so it starts with an acknowledgement, right? We've got to recognize that what we're doing is wrong, uh, which leads to then a confession of that. Okay, I then confess 
verbally, um, spiritually. It's an active uh, something that I'm doing. So acknowledgement, confession, that's the first couple steps. I, what would come after that? I would say um, forgiveness. And, you know, the forgiveness stage is not one where we can forgive ourselves, obviously. Um, that only comes from God. And it's His grace that abounds over us through whatever sin we were living in. So, yes, I think there's one before forgiveness. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that's the end result. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think uh, there's a thing, it's the, your theological word of the day, contrition. And so contrition is being broken, being broken over our sin. And so I think we see that in, um, in David. Think back yeah. to David in Psalm 51, 51-ish. Yeah. Go read all of Psalm 50s, and you'll find it. It'll be good for you. <laughs> That's your homework this week. Go read Psalm 50 through 59. And so, anyways, I or think it's just Psalm start 51. at chapter 1 and go through chapter 150. That's right. Hey, that's, that that's a good start. Anyways, David, and y'all, we all know the story. Well, maybe we don't all know. But the story of David was one of... His, he was a man after God's own heart is what we is what we know of him, but he was a man <laughs> who was also after his own pleasure, uh, like we all are. And so he committed adultery. He caused a woman's wife that he committed adultery with to be murdered, to cover up his sin. Husband. It's pretty gross. Um, but yet we see in Psalm 51 a David who is broken over what he's done. And not because he got caught. That's right. I think that's one of the things that that um, we like to look at repentance as, ooh, I got caught doing this one thing, so I will now acknowledge that I did it, I'll confess I was wrong, and you know, my level of brokenness is only as great as the consequences that will now come from it. Right. For David, it had very little to do with the fact that he was caught and more so to do with the fact that he was... Uh, he recognized that he was sinning against God. That's right, and that's what he says. Against you and you alone have I sinned. And so Which he, is a weird phrase because he killed a guy. Is he not sinning against the guy that he killed? I'm going to let you answer that one, Tim. Or Colin, <laughs> you answer that one. Or what about you know Bathsheba, right? He killed her husband. Is he not sinning against her? Killing her husband. For killing her husband, you you are. I would say you are, but you're, but in sinning against a brother or sister, you're sinning against the Lord because your brother or sister is created in the Imago Dei, the very image of God. Mm-hmm. And so, yep. when we sin, and that's the same story. That's the story. That's the story with Achan. He didn't just sin against God. He sinned. He sinned against Joshua and the rest of the Israelite community, and that's what eventually led them to go get destroyed and cost them their lives. So not only did his sin lead to brokenness with God, it led to brokenness within his community and caused those around him to be killed by their enemies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So sin definitely uh, affects those around us. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, though, and I think this is you know, where the passage with David is kind of leading us to, Ultimately, the sin is against God. That's right. That's true. Absolutely. The consequences for that sin um, may affect other people. The consequences of my uh, pride or my covetousness or my lust or my jealousy 
are going to affect the people around me because we live in a uh, a world that has other people. <laughs> yeah. It's not all about yeah. me, right? Um, but no matter what those sins are, uh, w- well, let me ask it this way. Would there be sin if there wasn't God? Nope. Which is kind of a weird question because obviously that's not possible. But uh, there wouldn't be. Right, we're going deep on this podcast today, baby. We are, we are going deep. Uh, <clears throat> right, so if you take, um, if you take God out of it, then you're taking sin out of it. Sin's not a thing, so you have to then logically conclude that any sin is uh, is against God. That's true. So our our vertical sin against God affects our horizontal relationships and yep. community. So, I I don't know what stage of repentance we're at now. But so, so we have we've talked about how we. So there's a step of of acknowledging it, and and then there's a step of contrition, which is being broken over it. Confess, but yeah, uh, uh, acknowledging, so, confessing, then contrition. Yeah. Yeah, and so I don't. I don't think it ends at contrition, though. I don't think it ends at us being sorrowful. Why? Because I think we can look at Judas in Scripture. Where it talks about how he felt mm. he felt sorrow after he betrayed Jesus, but did he r- repent? No, he didn't. And so, I think it goes a step farther than um, than just feeling bad about it. It's got to you. You have to respond with change, mm-hmm. and that's the Under, last part of repentance yeah. is conversion. Yep. Look at you breaking all those c words. Getting some theological words out there today. <laughs> I'm gonna need spelling cor- uh, to help, you know, autocorrect to help me on those. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we've got acknowledgement, confession, contrition, and then the last one you said was conversion. Conversion, where we actually turn from our sin and turn to God. Yeah. Was it First uh, Corinthians uh, talks about us being? No, I'm sorry, Second Corinthians. I, I basically need to just stop talking about all these books that have first or seconds. <laughs> I'm just going to start saying the book name, right? You Corinthians, could, somewhere. You could pull the <laughs> Donald Trump to Corinthians. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could. Uh, we're just going to go within one of those Corinthians. I believe it's chapter 5, uh, verse 16 and 17. It talks about us being a new creation. Um, uh, you know, for us to be a new creation, we have to turn from the old. Uh, so that's part of what... Um, you know, this idea of, of conversion is, you know, being converted away from the old passions of our uh, sinful nature and to, uh, you know, a, a heart and a desire that wants to follow Christ. Mm-hmm. And we can't, um, I think another point is we can't do it on our own. Boom. Key phrase there. <laughs> Whether it be, you know, we, A, we can't forgive our sins. Only God can do that. Um, First John one nine. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So God is the one who does that. But also on a practical level, uh, accountability. You know, like there are people, or if there's not people in your life, there needs to be people in your life uh, who can look you dead in the eye and say, "How you doing? You know, do you need me to pray for that uh, particular area of life where you're struggling?" Um, you know, I can think in my own life, I've got three or four guys that are like that. Um, and, you know, God God puts those people in our lives, um, you know, as 
iron sharpens iron, so does one man sharpen another. So I was, you know, we were a little bit hating on Wikipedia earlier. Um, <clears throat> but they actually have uh, some good stuff to say about repentance. And so I want to just read this as, as we kind of wrap it up um, for today. It says, The doctrine of repentance as taught in the Bible is a call to uh, a person to make a radical turn from one way of life to another. Uh, this repentance called for throughout the Bible is a summons to a personal, absolute, and ultimate uh, unconditional surrender to God as sovereign. Though it includes sorrow and regret, it is more than that. It is a call to conversion. They even used your word there. Wow. Sounds like that. a sounds like a reform <laughs> guy went and made an entry in there. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> it is a call to conversion from self love, self trust, self assertion to obedient trust and commitment to God. Boom, um, look at that. So yeah, uh there are some good stuff or there are there is some good stuff um uh, on Wikipedia. And I think that sums it up pretty well, right? Yes, it includes sorrow and regret, but it is so much more than that. And like Colin said, it happens by God's initiative. Oh, you don't yeah. wake up one morning like, hey, I think I'll repent today. <laughs> I don't think so. doesn't work. Because if the, left to our own, we are going to not repent. Not repent. <laughs> A million times We are going to continue over. in that sin that we so much enjoy. And so if you do find yourself repenting, you should first and foremost thank God for his initiative and his grace in causing you to repent and then in turn rest in the spirit and allow the spirit to continue to push you and nudge you and i think you know that also just hits on you know why jesus came you know he says um you know he says it's not the healthy who need a doctor but the sick i've not come to call the righteous but sinners to repentance every single person listening to this podcast right now is a sinner Every single person sitting around this round table talking into the microphones creating this podcast is a sinner. Mm -hmm. um, we are all on the same level playing field, and that playing field is far from where we need to be in order to have a relationship with God. But the gospel levels the playing field. It gives the same hope to everybody. Just as we are all sinners, we all have access to God through Jesus and through his sacrificial death on the cross. And that's huge. So even though there may be a lot of uh, uh, sins that are, are taking place and that we're struggling with on an individual basis, uh, the key to um, turning from those and turning back to Christ is found in repentance. So I would challenge everyone... Um, to really um, think hard about this idea of repentance. And if you are serious about wanting to follow Jesus, uh, this is something that's got to happen, right? You cannot follow Jesus without having a heart of repentance that wants to turn from your old man and turn to the new man in Christ. So that's my challenge for this week. Uh, we're five weeks into it, and I think that's the first challenge we've thrown out there. So right. there you go. Repent. And be saved. Isn't that yeah, what Paul tells us? Uh, John the Baptist says, repent and be baptized. So maybe we should talk about baptism next because it is, baptism is a command. Here it's not an option. It is. Boom. That'd be a fun topic. And then we'll talk about infant baptisms for all you Presby's out there listening. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Throw that out Talk there. about some deep podcasts. <laughs> well, let's get away from the deep side of podcasts and get a little bit lighter side. Uh, this week's... Guinness World Record. It's not an actually like a recently broken, but uh, this week I'm going to throw out a little curveball. 
and the curveball is the weirdest, strangest Guinness World Record to you personally. So for me personally, I think the weirdest, strangest Guinness World Record is all these piercings. <laughs> oh my, of all the things. Like, Mouth piercings creep me out to start with, so, you know. <coughs> so like, 4,225 piercings? Hmm. What do you put all those? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. So y'all, uh, y'all, uh, y'all send in your uh, your crazy weird Not Guinness World Records. <laughs> we don't. No pictures of your piercing. <laughs> we don't want those. We don't want those. As I said last week, that I would love to try and break the world record to hit as many countries as possible in as short as time as we can. This is not one that I'm going to <laughs> attempt to break. 4,225 piercings. If we get 1,000 listens on here, Tim's going to get a piercing. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> he, he committed. It's in. 1,000 listens. Share this podcast. I am cutting Tyler down right now, <laughs> and he is not allowed to talk anymore. Because uh, while I may do something fun and exciting at 1,000 uh, listens or subscriptions or whatever, it will not be get a piercing. I can guarantee that. <laughs> so... There we go. That has been your Guinness Book of World Records segment. Strange. Strange. Yeah, there you go. So, anyway, we are out for today. So, as always, hit up the socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Fluent Grace Podcast. Uh, Be sure you subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Spotify. That way you can have these episodes automatically downloaded to your device. And we will talk again next week. Gooses. We out.